Die vosters en gesinslewe herinner aan een circus, maar nie die ha-ha en oe-la-la soort nie. Seder die ongeluk, bykie meer as drie jaar gelede, lag hulle allemaal sy naarbekke in blauw, nie meer in circus rooi nie. En dis elkeen vir homself, wanneer die brokstukke van die gesin in verskillende richting spat. Doordat pater Noster besluit om hier die hoofd van sy eie huis te wees, soos het een normale gesin hoort, waar die pa nie te veel drink nie. Pater Noster is gatvol vir die regering, vir rugby en vir raserige gogas. Kortom, hy het genoeg gehad van die totale aanslag wat om van alle kante bedreig in een land waar bid nie help nie. Sy plan is dat die gesin New Zealand toe emigreer, want daar speel mense nog rugby met passie, daar reen het soos het moet, en daar sal hulle die sterre oor praat. The story is about a disintegrating family, quite dysfunctional, by the stage the story starts, and it all sprung from an accident a few, a few years earlier, where the youngest child died. And the father's life particularly falls apart, and the only way out he sees is for the uh, family to immigrate to New Zealand. And actually, when you think about it, it's not for the reasons that he says. A lot of other things happen, and in the end, the trip doesn't happen. It be- instead becomes uh, an internal journey for those who are left after another incident. And the reason why I wrote it was because of my own fears for the future. And it, it, was, it was to put myself at rest that there would be hope, and there would be hope in this country for my own children. I think I have a very paranoid nature, and uh, sometimes when I read the papers and I watch programs like Carte Blanche or listen to 702, I just want to run a mile. I don't always like what I hear, and I have very realistic fears for the future of my children particularly. You can't project your fears onto your children. You've got to give them something to cling to. And I hope that once a reader has gotten to the end of it, that they would realise that hope lies within those of us who stay behind, who don't immigrate, um, and, and who, despite everything that's bad that's happening within ourselves as well as outside ourselves, we strive to make things work. The reason why I wanted to write it in Afrikaans is because I'm an Afrikaans teacher. And uh, over the years I've realized that as a teacher you're a role model to get children interested in reading. So I think it would have been inappropriate in my position to to write it in any any other language. The age group that I wrote it for is probably uh, 16 to 18 year olds, if not early adults. So it's, it's not your... Um, average teenage book with lots of humor. I am told that, that there are humorous lighter moments in it that makes it easier to digest the seriousness of it. Um, but it is predominantly a very serious theme. I see it as a standalone. Um, I didn't write it as, as part one of a series or whatever. I, I think it ends where it ends and it, it leaves the reader, I hope, with um, a lot of questions that he, that he needs to answer within himself, rather than looking for me to provide the answers. The Sunlam Prize was a, a huge surprise, but it's an incredible honour, and I think it hasn't sunk in yet. Uh, it, it'll probably take a few days, but realising what other authors have achieved since winning the award 
um, it's, it's a lovely idea to think that that's opened a door for me, but it's also daunting to know that everyone now watches you to see are you going to produce something else from here on. So yes, the responsibility that comes with it is great. Intimidating, very, yes. My name is Karen Kratz, and I'm the author of the Afrikaans youth novel Blauesnia Klierni, which has just won the Sunlum Youth Literature Award for 2017, and it won the Gold Award.